0: Welcome to Crime Time. You're listening to Lee and Eddie's
1: Detection Selection. Welcome back to Crime Time, a podcast discussing all things horror, sci-fi, mystery and crime fiction. I'm Lee. I'm Eddie. This is season four, it's episode eight. We're gonna get amongst it today.
0: Yeah. I feel like get amongst it is your like catchphrase. It's my thing. We should get T shirts that say "Get amongst it." On that's it. true. What would What would you have on a T shirt other than "Get amongst it"? Like
1: well, you put "Get amongst it" and then put a book picture, so
0: like the
1: insinuation is "Get amongst this book."
0: Right? Yeah. Like get into reading. <laughs> that's cool. <Yeah. laughs> nah, I just have a T shirt that said like, "I'd fight Poirot." Yeah, that's a good one. Right? Because he's a he's a wuss. Poirot. Yeah, he's just like hanging out with his little mustache, being like, "Gotta use the little grave." Brain cells. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I can fight him.
1: I don't mean to, like, make that binary of, like, brawn and beauty. Yeah. But
0: it seems relevant here. (laughs) (laughs) Poirot, he's too... He's a thinker. (laughs) He's well-groomed. Sherlock Holmes, not well-groomed. Pugilist. Is that a thing about Sherlock Holmes, that he's messy? Nah. Well, he's messy at his house, but I don't think he's actually messy in his appearance. Right. So... I guess we're breaking stereotypes here at uh, Crime Time Podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Bam, bam. Just the walls are falling down.
1: Look at us go. Changing the world one (laughs) episode at a time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about this week?
1: All right. Well, that's generally your area of expertise, but I'll do it. I'll do it. So we're talking some more gothic fiction.
0: Yeah, because I'm never going to stop. Anne Radcliffe, I believe, is the name. Yeah. Yeah. Anne Radcliffe's the name and gothic fiction's her game. (laughs) I'll put in some clapping. Yeah, put in some clapping, some like air horns. Like, arr, yes. arr, arr, arr.
1: who's the coolest? <laughs> Eddie! <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, then we're going to talk about The Reunion by Samantha Hayes. Yes, some classic crime fiction, and Damn. then we're going to touch a little bit on uh, the movie Halloween.
0: Yeah, because we went and saw that. We you did. guys You guys who follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Crime Time Pod, uh, you, would, you would have seen that we posted a little bit about going to see Halloween.
1: Yeah, and also we'll talk a little bit about The Haunting of Hill House, and just because I can't not, I know it's a game, but whatever, it's our show, mm. uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about The Exorcist, which is a VR game that I've been playing, and um. it's horrifying. Yes.
0: Ideal. Ideal. Alright, well, without further ado.
1: Gothic fiction.
0: Can you do it in that demon voice?
1: Alright, I'll try it. Hang on. Gothic fiction. <laughs> it's
0: horrifying. <laughs> that
1: didn't have a filter on it, people.
0: <laughs> that is just unadulterated Lee being a weirdo. I was
1: actually the demon on the exorcist the original in the 1970s. Amazing. I knew it yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: didn't wasn't that an old lady?
1: No that was me that was <laughs> me and I I won an Oscar and an academy award. That's the same thing but yep. Uh, and I won just a whole bunch of other things because of my performance. Yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> you won yeah. A, a participation trophy? A, yeah, a lifetime um a, supply of paper towels and <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like biblical crosses. I don't know if there's any other kind, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. I was really good at it. But uh go on. And now for gothic fiction. Take it away, Edsta.
0: Yeah. Can you say it in that uh demon voice of yours? Take it away,
1: Edsta <laughs> It's the worst. It's, it's I, horrifying. I really should stop, but I
0: can't. <laughs> Look, if I could do that, I'd just like I'd do everything. Like I'd like go out to the drive through to like you know, like can I get a burger?
1: Hey, what's up?
0: <laughs> I have to stop. It
1: hurts my throat. <laughs> Look, I can't wait. Tell us about Anne Radcliffe. I just can't
0: wait. All right. So we've been talking about Gothic fiction a lot because I'll never stop. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I'm taking a course right now. It's edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way of the future. What? Okay, so we've been talking about the Gothic. Uh, we've talked about Rad Radcliffe before because she did uh, the mystery at Castle Udolpho or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, and that yeah, that was
1: mayhem. I remember. It was mayhem. Yeah, it was
0: OTT. It was
1: a few episodes ago. If you want, so Eddie's been on this uh, Gothic fiction train for like this season. So the choo last choo. the last eight seasons. So it might sound you know boring. I thought so too. But then when I actually started listening to what they were saying, I was like, this is
0: fascinating. Yeah, you were like, this is some hot shit and not in a bad way
1: and like every episode you've kind of built on my knowledge so you've got my trashy crime fiction you've got some kind of literature
0: so we got like this gothic literature shit so Anne Radcliffe she drops Adolfo everyone's like this is delicious can you do some more right and she's like oh man everyone loves it when I'm like whoa these evil Italians what can I write about next I know the
1: Italian. Wait, so let me just backtrack for a second. So Gothic fiction kind of kicked off the the unsavory kind of character. Mm, mm, was mm. always So a Euro- lot of
0: it a lot of it takes place on the
1: continent. So Europe.
0: So Europe, but a lot of it in Italy. Right. So there's this really weird, like you know And who's writing this? So this is Anne Raggle uh, oh, it's 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 the British. So the British are writing it about the Italians, like oh yeah. those
1: hot blooded yeah, Europeans yeah, yeah. doing all this whack shit. <laughs> Fully. And then the Italians are like, what the fuck, man? I've just been chilling over here. Right, yeah. I feel a bit persecuted. Yeah,
0: they're like, I'm just chilling. Sit down. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so then the Italians have come back. We talked about Umberto Eco a while ago. Yeah. And he wrote in the 80s. So he's like 100 years late to the party. Yeah. And he's like, hey, stop that. But and, also, lol. And he's Italian? Yeah, he's Italian. Okay,
1: and now he's he was writing about...
0: Like, Otranto, the monk, like all of that gothic fiction. Yeah. And he was like having a lol at it. At whose expense? Like at the expense of the gothic fiction genre, I think. It's 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 a you know, it's a gas. Yeah. 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 So it's like if we're gonna put it
1: in today's language, it's like a (laughs) subtweet.
0: He's not even subtweeting. I'm just like, you know, he's right up in their mentions. (laughs)
1: He's DMing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> or maybe it's more like a screen capping and commenting right. on, right? Like, I'd say that's probably more accurate. So, yeah. Umberto Echo screen capping a tweet and then, like, going on a giant, like, tirade. Awesome. Yeah. So, back to Anne Radcliffe. Yep. So, you know, it's like the, it's the 1790s. The French Revolution's happened.
1: Oh, uh, don't even get me started on the French Revolution. Oh, it's a bit heavy. It's... <laughs> It's a thing. Yeah. We can talk about it one day, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so, yeah, she's like, everyone's loving this, like, salacious shit that I'm writing in in about these, like, French kids who went to Italy and then, like, everything happened. So what if I just started in Italy? What happens then? Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of, she reads The Monk by Matthew Lewis, which was, like, so much. And she was like, this is the worst, but also I love it, right? You know when you're like... These chips are awful, but I'm still eating them. Every day of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like every flavor of Doritos yeah, ever. You're yeah. just like, yeah. Nom, 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 yeah. nom, nom. She, she writes this book. Basically, what happens is there's this like really beautiful lady, well, young, young maiden is probably a better way of putting it. And uh, this like, noble man like sees her in church which is like you know the most wholesome place to see a beautiful young maiden and he falls in love straight away he's like how can I chat to this young maiden (sighs) gotta do it so he like comes up and he starts chatting with her and her like aunt and her aunt's like I don't know about this but he's like I'm true love in love with her and they like slowly like start wooing but every time he goes round to her house to like you know, like romantically and moodily gaze up at her balcony. He gets stopped by this mysterious monk. who's like, don't
1: go there. Mm.
0: Right. And then uh, everyone's like, we've heard stuff about this girl. You shouldn't be hanging out with her. Cause you know, she's like a hoe right. and, and, and he's like, where's this coming from? And then his dad is like, I've heard you've been, like, hanging out with this girl. You can't because she's got this, like, reputation. It's not a good idea. This is 1790. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his mum's like, this is not okay. You're going to shame our family. So she goes to her confessor, who is a mysterious Italian monk. (laughs) And she's like, how am I going to fix this? And he's like, don't worry, i got this in hand. Mm. So first thing that happens is the aunt mysteriously dies. What? Second thing that happens is he's trying to figure out who this monk is who's been trying to, like, warn him away and who told him the aunt was dead before he knew the aunt was dead. Right? You know what I'm saying? Conspiracy shit is going on. Fully. So he chases this monk through a ruined castle and he just disappears and he's like, what? What? But then he gets trapped in a dungeon. And he's like, shit, I'm trapped in a dungeon. And while he's trapped in a dungeon, his beautiful maiden whisked away to who knows where. (sighs)
1: Don't say anymore. Yeah. Stop. Don't say anymore. Right. I want people to read this. I want to read this. Do not spoil it. This sounds like goddamn gold.
0: It, it just is. Can I just say, I'm. this isn't a spoiler, but the thing about gothic fiction, especially Anne Radcliffe... I
1: know it's something about this. Tell me. It's either like the real devil or <laughs> it's like hijinks.
0: Yeah, 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 fully. And I'm not going to say which it is. Okay. But the thing that I love about this one is... Every time you think they've figured it out, there's another twist. Yeah. Every time you think they're safe, they're not. Think again. Right? Buddy. Right? They're like, oh, we escaped. And then it's like, nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lol, you idiot. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I'm just going to say it. If you weren't expecting them, maybe expect the Inquisition. Ooh, Inquisition. All right. <laughs> How many monks out of five? How many monks out of five? You know what? I'm gonna give it five out of five. Ooh, I love that. It was a damn romp. That's a hundred percent. It's a hundred. It was a hundred percent a romp. Beautiful. My favorite thing about it, though, is every time anyone's telling a story to anyone else, they get incredibly impatient. Like, they're like, so today I was doing... And they're like, oh, my God, skip to the end. That's me. (laughs) I know, it's you. But it's, like, so good because there's this bit where someone's maybe dead. Yeah. And they're like, oh, someone died at this house. And they're like, is it my true love? And they're like, I'll get to that. So, anyway, I was eating breakfast. And they're like, oh, my God, tell me. (laughs) And just, like, every... Couple pages. Someone starts telling a story, yeah. and they get interrupted, and then they're like, "Well, now I'm not going to tell the fucking story." Oh. <laughs> okay, check it out. What's it called again? The Italian
1: by Anne Radcliffe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell me about Samantha
1: Hayes. Whew. The reunion. All right. I love this as a premise for a good. Meaty crime fiction novel. All right, all right. You know, it's. I think it. It's a shout back. It's a. It's a hat. A hat tip. A hat tip. It's a head nod to that Agatha Christie getting everyone lined up. Oh right, in yeah. The, in yeah. the in the in fire the parlor. Room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a like, really contemporary. The way murderer
0: out. is in this room. Exactly. So
1: something <laughs> happened. You know, when these group of characters were young. Uh huh. Um, one of them goes missing.
0: Oh my God. This is some classic Colm Tobin shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how he does that thing where you're like 10 or 20 years ago, there was a thing that happened and maybe everyone's involved, but also now there's a contemporary mystery. Exactly. I love that. I love that. And that's
1: exactly what happens here. So um, there's a there's a group of kids. One of them goes missing. Uh, she, the one that goes missing is the younger sister of kind of the main character. Right. And she's a little bit vulnerable, I guess. In today's uh, understanding, people might say she has a learning disability mm, or something mm, like that. Mm. So she just comes across as a little bit more vulnerable than the other right. characters. Right. So she's like quite trusting. Quite trusting. Aww. Not so great at boundaries, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, so she goes missing, never found. Shit. 20 years later, that main character is still living on her parents' kind of farm, rural property, down by the ocean. Okay. And uh, her dad and her mom still live there. You know, their whole family was torn apart because of her sister going missing. Yeah, yeah. And the dad is developing pretty late stage Alzheimer's. Right. And they have to sell up the farm and move away.
0: Right. Oh, wow.
1: So before they do this, the main character is like, well, maybe I want to organize a reunion. We'll get the whole gang back together again. And we'll just have like this sick weekend. Famous last (sighs) word. Nobody had a sick weekend. So they just got back all the characters, including the parents and the sister and the brother of the girl that went missing and also the collection of friends. Okay. And so the collection of friends now bring current wives, current partners and current children. And so we're introduced to a whole range of characters. Yeah. And we follow different characters at different times. And it's a shout back to uh, the young girl going missing back then. Right. And also some weird shit starts to happen now.
0: (gasps) Oh, can I make a prediction? Say it. There's a mysterious monk. <laughs> All right, so the other week, uh, Lee and I went to the movies. Well, I was incredibly stressed and Lee was like, do you know what would fix this? Extreme terror. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> and, and you know what? It really did. I would say it put my life's kind of
1: problems in perspective. It wasn't as bad as, uh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis had a hard time of it. So, uh, you
1: know, I am aware of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them, but I guess just through popular culture, I'm really aware. Yeah. um, The storyline. Yeah, fully. The only bit that I had gotten confused by was I thought Michael, which is the murderer in the films, Mike, uh, was Jamie Lee Curtis's little brother. But that was... um, I, I guess it must be a common misconception because in the film they were like no 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 that's just what people think but it's not true right So this kid Mike weird kid starts killing his sister, kills a whole bunch of people they keep making films about it hands up in a psychiatric institution yeah it's 20 30 40 years later
0: Yeah, and and this is my favorite part the whole thing is started by a bunch of podcasters. Oh my <laughs> god, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's the greatest <laughs> thing of all time. These podcasters have gotten the the mask, the Halloween mask yeah. out of an evidence locker and they've come and they've taken it to Mike yeah. and and they've been like did, will will you talk now? And he doesn't. And then he, they're holding up the mask.
1: And it, I just thought it was a freaking brilliant scene. Oh, I was so intense. <laughs> I had to, like, put aside anything I feel about mental health and then just be like, enjoy, enjoy this as entertainment. Yeah. And then I was just able to. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because the whole thing is, like, all of these people in, like, a psychiatric prison. Yeah, and
1: these people in, like, psychiatrists are saying he's just evil. He's just evil,
0: and then they're all out in a yard, and they're all on, like, chains, Chains. like they're on (laughs) leashes.
1: And, (laughs) like, like, the psychiatrist doctor who's meant to, who cares for Mike and is, like, you know, cares about his well-being are letting these two podcasters in to shout and yell at him and hold up this mask (laughs) that he's wore throughout his killing
0: career i'm like this is not best practice
1: (laughs) so they're really annoying and they get killed and that's the only thing i'm gonna say but i was like oh great we're setting up a new trope where (laughs) podcasters get killed the first people to die on the podcast but like maybe they deserve it (laughs) they're really annoying they're very nosy they're always trying to get
0: in everyone's business i really love that it's like a bit of a take on like cereal yeah you know what i'm saying our one competition yeah one competition (laughs) neck and neck right now yeah
1: that's why you should tell your friends about this show tell your family about this show get around the christmas table if you do christmas and just listen to us yeah i really think that this is family fucking friendly (laughs) (laughs) and and can you leave uh leave a five-star review on itunes because that's the way our something about apple's algorithms gets the gets the podcast out there yeah anyway so halloween did you like it
0: i liked it for me it was it's such a classic slasher film mm. so there was way less tension and and you know like he's like he's walking along and then it cuts to someone and then you're like I guess he's gonna kill him and then it like cuts to him and he's like I'm gonna kill them <laughs> like well obviously he doesn't talk but you know his yeah. body language yeah. says I'm gonna do a murder yeah. and then it just like cuts to them in their house they're just like hanging out and then they turn around and they get stabbed and yeah. I'm like whew! For me, I don't find the slasher genre scary. Once I put aside my kind of, you know, feelings, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a romp. <laughs> I'm the same. I hate, I uh, yeah, it made me think about that
1: I don't like realistic depictions of, like, gruesome violence. Yeah. I, and it's not some kind of, like, moral issue i just can't stomach it yeah um i mean i guess it's probably a moral issue but i but when it's like that gory slasher kind of comedic violence i'm like oh yeah this is just a film yeah 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 i kind of enjoyed it
0: yeah plus i have to say uh the the thing that i really loved and i don't think that this is a spoiler to say is that jamie lee curtis you know, she's gone through all of the events of the other Halloween films, and she's not okay. She's basically a prepper. She's like a survivalist. Yeah, yeah. Living in this compound. And she's she's raised her daughter the same way. And her daughter's like, Mom, this is embarrassing. She's, like, living a suburban life. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis shows up, and she's like, Psh, you've got no security, Karen. <laughs> like-, <laughs> like,
1: like, literally, where are your guns? <laughs> yeah. I think I think they treaded the line really, really carefully and so well of... The comedic value of mm, Jamie Lee mm, Curtis's mm. uh, prepper mum character. Yeah. But also, you know, it really verged into she's not well, she's a really, she's haunted by mm, her mm, life mm. event, by the trauma in her life and how that has impinged on her daughter's life and now her granddaughter's life. Yeah. Um, fully. And just that story, I thought it was a great allegory for intergenerational violence and how yeah. that continues in the family and yeah we went to see it and I was like yeah what a funny romp but in my mind I was like such a good depiction of intergenerational trauma yeah,
0: yeah fully fully I mean having said that you're a mental health professional <laughs> I'm, I'm like a literary scholar so like I was just checked out professionally I was like yeah 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 stab a guy stab a guy stab a guy <laughs> Yeah, but speaking of that, oh. and it
1: might not seem like a direct link, but I just binge-watched The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. So we're talking Shirley Jackson.
0: Yeah, and, and long-time listeners of our Crown Time Podcast will know that I love Shirley Jackson. She is a card. She's a dang card. Yeah. So
1: what year was she around in? Just give me a time frame here. Look, I think it was the 70s. The 70s, okay. Oh, I guess I thought it was a bit earlier. Mm. Anyway, so she wrote The Lottery. Yeah. uh, Short story. Oh,
0: brilliant. So controversial that hundreds of people cancelled their New Yorker subscriptions. I want to do that. No, not Cancel your New Yorker (laughs) subscriptions. I I want to create
1: such a movement. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. And then she wrote a whole bunch of other things, one of them being The Haunting of Hill House.
0: Which I haven't read, but you have.
1: I have read. It's probably on the bookshelf behind you. Anywho. Are you
0: saying it's it's It's
1: behind <laughs> you. So I... There was a movie done, yeah, a while ago. Right. And then there was a movie done a while ago after that. And right. And that's the one I've seen. Right. Yes. I think it has Catherine Zeta-Jones in it. <laughs> Ideal. I don't know if it was, I don't know. But yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Um. So then they've come... Netflix is on fire at the moment. Yeah.
0: Netflix <laughs> is just kind of like, bam bam bam, 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 bam. bam. Do you have any faves on Netflix that you want to do a shout out to? Um... I've really been enjoying watching Lucifer. Yeah. Which is just like straight up the devil shows up in Las Vegas. He's living, oh, and it's not Las Vegas. It's, it's Los Angeles. Yeah. Cause he's making a joke about the city of angels. Yeah. And he's like, here I am like, just like being a turd. And then, <laughs> but then the whole structure of it is like castle, like, you know, the like rides along with a detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only instead of an annoying author, it's the literal devil. And he's like really upfront about it. He's like, yeah, I'm the devil, and they're like, all right, yeah, okay. This this metaphor is a bit much. And he's like, no, it's not a metaphor. I'm, d- I'm the I'm devil. The devil. <laughs>
1: hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, I have been loving. I uh, well, Mindhunter come out a few a year oh, or two years yeah, ago, but. Yeah. Brilliant. So looking back at how
0: the FBI... Started talking about serial killings as a concept. Yeah,
1: and bringing in, like, a psychology Mm, and, mm, yeah, mm. psychoanalysis, I guess.
0: I love it because he, like, starts out calling it something crap, like consecutive killings or something, and then the guy he doesn't like that much is, like, serial killing, and they're all like, that's way catchier! (laughs) (laughs) And he's like,
1: (laughs) doi! I'm literally waiting on the edge of my seat for season two. No, same! Um, Okay, The Haunting. All right,
0: Haunting of Hill House.
1: So it's a whole different storyline but there's lots of shout backs and it's it's still set around
0: a your house. house. Yeah. Right. So um question. Yeah. This house. Yeah.
1: On a hill? Look, not really. <laughs> I get guess- you know like think big foreboding mansion separate from everything else so I guess you drive up to it in a way that makes it feel like it's on a hill maybe that well hill is the family name but also oh I see I see it's so momentous that potentially right. it's hill-like I see I should be a literature scholar
0: wow you really <laughs> should you're leaving me in the dust <laughs>
1: Um, one of the main characters' names is Shirley, which I thought was a really cute nod.
0: Oh, that's adorable.
1: Yeah, but it, it it in a way reminds me of sorry, this is how I'm linking it to Halloween. Uh-huh. it reminds me of that that concept of intergenerational trauma and how it mm-hmm. continues to affect affect um consecutive generations
0: fully and I feel like there's like some pretty strong like obviously this is your background but there's some pretty strong science around that that this kind of trauma just comes down and down and down Mm. so the it tells you I think it's like six episodes and Mm. I just have
1: to tell you I don't even know if I enjoyed the show but it was so captivating (laughs) I had to keep watching (laughs) But I was so horrified by it. Like it was very scary. Oh my gosh. Once you're like three episodes in, four episodes in, it might be a false economy. But I'm like, I have to finish now. I have to see what
0: happens. (laughs) It's that like um, thing where you've invested so much time or money that you keep going even though you suspect there won't be a payout because you feel like, well, now I have to. Yeah, exactly. And so it starts off
1: as their their kids. There's a whole bunch of kids and the uh-huh. two parents living in the house and the house just makes people crazy. Oh, dang. <laughs> and, like there's all these ghosts and
0: shit happening in there. And I love... So for me, the thing that I really love about your love of this genre yeah. is that you're literally a mental health professional. And you oh, that's literally... a loose term, but... <laughs> Like, you know, you, you study this field, you work in this field and then you're like, oh man, this show... <laughs> that house made them crazy. It's in the DSM. Check it out. <laughs> house crazy.
1: <laughs> no, but this event happens where the family flee the house and right. someone dies and then Shit. that's when they're all kids. And then it kind of jumps to, it jumps back and forth mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. them being grown and then being kids and kind of intermingles yeah, as well. Yeah. But we see the kind of the fallout that's affected. Yeah all of their lives individually from Play. the horror of them growing up yeah, in this wow. house. Yeah,
0: uh, wow. And then they kind of have to revisit that. Intense. Yeah. Can I make a prediction? Shoot. So I think that there's a mysterious monk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so mm-hmm.
1: we only have a few minutes left. Right. But I have to tell you about this game Okay. I've been playing. Uh-huh. Um, so recently... I got a VR machine,
0: uh, and and can you tell
1: the layperson what that might be? <laughs> I love how I call it the VR machine. <laughs> the VR
0: machine. So I got a Vive. So it's a, like a VR setup that you plug into your computer. Okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna expand the initialism, which is uh, oh, virtual, virtual reality. reality.
1: <laughs> and even think of that. <laughs>
0: so your partner may have been.
1: Beautiful, yeah, and given me the VR machine, yeah. <laughs> and also like set it up in my house. Yeah, it's looking down on us right now. We're in here right now, so they put cameras up on the corners of the wall and everything.
0: Yeah, and everything's so,
1: ready. Yeah, everything's ready to go. Anyway, so I downloaded this game called The Exorcist. Okay, this sounds awful. <gasps> Legion, The Exorcist Legion. Okay, and it's made up of five. Parts. Uh-huh. And the idea is that you are a detective. Yeah. And I've only just started playing, I guess, like 15 minutes yeah. into yeah. it. So I'm investigating a case where there's been a, a murder of a priest at a local church. Uh-huh. So I rock up there as a detective and I have to start looking around. Oh, my gosh. And I thought it might be really funny uh-huh. if... Um, I don't know if you know this, but when you play VR, you're in the headset and Uh having the full virtual reality experience, but somebody outside that entertainment set can watch it on a computer. (laughs) So watch what you're seeing Uh on a computer. uh And it's a very different experience. So when you're in the VR headset, you're like, I'm in this church right now, right? But when you're watching on a computer, not so scary. (laughs) So I was thinking it would be really funny Uh if we put you in the VR headset. Uh uh,
0: Hold on, hold on. Record scratch sound. I'm going in the VR? You're going to go in the VR headset because you're a lot more of a scaredy pants than I am. I don't know what you're saying. I'm uh, bald as brass.
1: (laughs) So just hear me out. We put you in the VR headset. I watch it on the computer. We record a special episode Uh uh, where I just record your experience and my reaction to it. All right. Should we do it?
0: Look, I'm, I'm on board, but I really, I just want your express... Uh, promise (laughs) that if I start to die for real yeah like you know what I'm saying like if it becomes one of those like matrix situations where (laughs) if you die in the game you die for real you will save me okay look I'll give you this I'll do my best okay (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's all anyone can ask for. All right. So hopefully by the time this episode l- airs, uh, uh, so will the special podcast episode that's going to come yeah, with it. Yeah. Will title it something like The Exorcist Legion VR. Yeah. Check it out if you want to. I mean, just check it out because you love us.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say it's The <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, We loved chatting to you today. You yeah. You were okay. I was all right. Um, you were like. Uh... Uh, I've done better. Yeah, Yeah. room for for improvement. Yeah, well, we're all going to have room to grow. But in the meantime, check us out on Twitter, Crime Time Pod. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook.
0: Like everywhere.
1: Everywhere. All Um, over the place. Yeah, but until next time, folks.
0: Yeah. Cheers. Bye.